If you would, go ahead and open up your Bibles. Let's take just a few minutes to look in the book of John, chapter number 12. I believe this is where the Lord would have us this morning in John, chapter number 12. We'll just read a a few verses here, and we will get into the message this morning. John chapter number 12, if you'd like to stand with me as we read God's word in John chapter number 12, we'll start reading in verse number 20. The Bible says, And there were certain Greeks among them that came up to worship at the feast. The same came therefore to Philip, which was of Bethsaida of Galilee, and desired him, saying, Sir, we would see Jesus. Philip cometh and telleth Andrew, and again Andrew and Philip tell Jesus. Let's pray together. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day, your many blessings. We thank you for being so good to us, and thank you for all that you've done. Lord, we thank you for the privilege of being in your house again this morning. Lord, we ask that you would be with us and help us, Lord, that we would be honoring and pleasing to you and a blessing to your people here. Lord, we love you. We thank you and praise you for it all. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You can be seated. When you look in this passage, kind of a little bit of the, the background in it is that um, they are, all of the Jewish people, or many of them are in Jerusalem because it's the time of the Passover. This is the, the very end of Jesus' ministry. He's been going around teaching and preaching and doing miracles for the last three years. And now this is towards the end, the last Passover that he's going to take part of. And... All of the enemies of Jesus, they, they, want, they want to destroy Jesus. They want to end his life and end his ministry. And then, at the feast, we have these guys, some, some Greeks, that are there and they're, they're looking for Jesus. And I, I love the phrase there in verse 21, a very familiar passage, where they say, Sir, we would see Jesus. And in thinking about this, before we really get any further... That's really the attitude that we need to have. As I know the, in the passage, in the context here, that these are some Greeks. That they're, they're unsaved. They're, they're not Jewish people. They don't, know, they don't know the Lord. But here they come. They're looking for Jesus. That's the attitude, the heart attitude that really we need to have as Christians today. I wish we would say when we get up in the morning, hey, I want to see Jesus today. Or get up and we open up our Bibles and say, hey, I really want to see the Lord. I want to, I want to see something. We come to church and say, hey, I want to see Jesus at my church today. I, I remember my pastor telling all these stories way back in the day when he was um, young in ministry, when they would go to revival meetings and they would preach for, they would preach for hours. They would preach even in, like, until midnight and they would just go on and on and people would, uh, people would go crazy. Let's say it that way. Uh, people would just get excited. Um, people would just praise the Lord. People would get saved. Altars would be full. God would be working in people's hearts and lives. And I always think, man, I'd really like to see that. We don't really see it much today, do we? I wonder why it is. Maybe, maybe part of it is because we come to church and we don't, we're not ready to see Jesus. We're not ready for him. We're not prepared. I don't want to be like that, but that, that's completely side note here. Here's some guys, they're looking for Jesus. They're looking for the Lord. And you know what? I really believe that there are people all over this world today 
that are saying exactly what these guys are saying. They may not say, hey, we, we want to see Jesus, but they're saying, hey, we want to know God. We want to know the truth. Certainly there are people in Mozambique that are saying that, or God wouldn't be sending us there. But I believe the same is true right here for us, even in this community, in Louisiana, this state. Hey, there are people that are really looking for something. They just need to know Jesus. Here are these guys, they say, sir, we would see Jesus. But today in our world, if there was someone over here saying, hey, I want to see Jesus. I wonder, would they be able to find Jesus? Would they, would they really be able to find the Lord? Could they look at any of our lives and say, hey, that person knows Jesus? Could they look at our church and say, hey, there's a church that knows Jesus? Where are they going to find Jesus? Where are they going to find Jesus today? Well, I can tell you, people in this world today are only going to find Jesus from some people that know Jesus, from some people that are saved, from churches that preach Jesus. That's, that's the only place they're going to find Jesus Christ, could they find Jesus in our lives? Hey, could we find Jesus at your house? Could we find Jesus in, let's say, your office and your work? Could we find Jesus in your personal life? How about in your words? Could we find Jesus in the words that you say? Could we find Jesus in your life? Can someone that was lost and dying in this world today without Jesus Christ, could they find Jesus in one of us. Number one, as we're looking in this passage, I just want to bring out, number one, there are some people looking for Jesus. I mean, it's simply there. Here it says, and there were certain Greeks among them that came up to worship at the feast. Here was a group of Greeks that they, I would say they were religious because they came up for a purpose. They came up to worship. But their, their religion is not going to save them. Their religion is not going to make a difference. They needed something else. They needed Jesus. There, uh, I was in Mozambique this, uh, this past January, and I was at the missionary's church. And there was a, a young lady that was there, and she came up to me after service that night, and she began to share her testimony with me. She, she told me how um, someone came to her house that was going to this church, uh, one of her neighbors, and shared the gospel with them, invited them to church, and they went. They went to church. I began to hear God's word and hear the gospel. It didn't take long. This family, this girl and her family, they, they all got saved. Praise the Lord for that. That's great. We're exciting. It's exciting to hear testimonies like that. But then she said, well, I asked her a question. I asked her, why should someone come to Mozambique to preach the gospel? Which, I mean, we don't have to look very far to find a reason to go, to find a reason to tell people about Jesus, because we've been given a great commission by Jesus. In the, at the end of the book of Matthew, uh, where Jesus says to go into all the world and preach the gospel, tell people about the Lord, tell people what Jesus Christ has done. We've been given a great commission to go. But not only that, we, like Kristen and I, we already knew God called us to Mozambique. We're, we're headed back there. But I was just curious what this lady would say. She looked at me and she basically said, there are people in Mozambique looking for the truth. She said, this, uh, there's a young generation in Mozambique that they see religion. 
they see the religion of the Catholic Church, which is the largest religion in Mozambique. And they see that it doesn't do what it says. It doesn't help people. It doesn't make a difference in their lives. She said they look at Islam, and it's the same thing. It's all vanity. It's empty promises. She said they look at animism. They look at all these works-based religions where you have to do all these things in order to have favor with God. And she said they're seeing that it's not working. It doesn't do what it says. We know that's true. We know religion doesn't work because it's not about religion. It's about a relationship. We can have a relationship with God, with the Lord Jesus Christ. She said that there's a whole generation of people that are looking for truth. They want to know the Lord. They want to know God. She said, but there's a problem in Mozambique. She said, there's hardly anyone that's actually here sharing the truth. She said, there are people looking. I believe there are people looking even today, even right here. I believe there, there are people looking for truth in America. Uh, there are people looking all over the place. People see that religion doesn't work. They see money doesn't satisfy. They see that fame doesn't meet their needs. They see they can get all the material goods that they want, but it doesn't help. They, then they turn to other resources. They turn to drugs and alcohol to fill, to fill that void that they have. But nothing is going to meet that need except Jesus Christ. That's the only way. The Bible says in the book of Amos, chapter number 4, in verse number 8, the Bible says, So two or three cities wandered unto one city to drink water, but they were not satisfied. Yet have ye not returned unto me, saith the Lord. That passage simply say, saying that hey, these, there was a, it was a time of drought, and there was no water in these cities. So these cities came together to go to another city so they could find something to drink. But it didn't satisfy. It didn't, it didn't really meet their need. But the passage really is indicating if they had just turned to the Lord, their needs would have been met and they could have been satisfied. I think that's the world that we live in. That people, they, they wander out to so many different things, but if they would only turn to God... They could find that deep satisfaction that they're looking for. I think it's interesting to think about these guys, these people that were looking for Jesus. They're looking for him. But I wonder, how did they even hear about Jesus? How did they even know anything about this guy? They're not Jewish people. They don't, I don't think they lived in Jerusalem. I think they just came into Jerusalem for the celebration, for the feast. But somehow they heard about this man Jesus and now they want to go see him. I think that maybe they were walking through the streets of Jerusalem and there was a, a lady over here. And she said, well, I'm from this little town called Nain. And years ago, my husband died. And then after that, my son, my only relative in this world, died. But then there was one day while we were walking the casket out to go and bury my dead son that a man named Jesus showed up. And Jesus, just like that, through the power of God, raised my son up from the dead. And maybe they heard about Jesus from this widow of Nain. Maybe there was another man, uh, a man named Bartimaeus. Maybe he was there and he began to tell that one, at one point in his life he was a blind man. And that Jesus showed up one day and healed him. And now he could see. Maybe, maybe we, there was a man and he said, Well, they used to call me the, 
the maniac of Gadara. And I lived in the tombs, and I had a miserable life, and no one could help me, and no, no one could meet my needs, and I had all these demons that were living inside of me. And I looked out in the sea one day from the tombs, and I saw a boat that was just barely surviving in the storm. And then a man came up and spoke, and it got calm. And he's, I could see, he, he looks out there and he saw it happen. And he said, well, maybe if that man could calm that storm, maybe he could do something with the storm that's raging inside of me right now. And Jesus came up to that shore and the man ran to him. And let me tell you what Jesus did for me. Are you guys understanding what I'm saying this morning? Maybe the reason that these guys heard about Jesus or knew anything about him is because there were some people that Jesus had helped, that Jesus had done something in their lives. And they said, hey, let me tell you what Jesus did for me. And they wanted to meet this guy. Because the people that are talking about Jesus, that are telling about Jesus, are the people that Jesus has done something for. I could tell you, well, I've already shared, you, shared with you my testimony, but Jesus has done so many great things for me. And we could go around, we could all give testimony, not only about salvation, but just little things that God has done for us that maybe not, don't seem all that important, maybe don't seem all that great, but wow, what a, what a great blessing. Um, just a, a few days ago, well, about a week ago, I guess, our, our daughter Everly was sick, and we thought, well, what are we going to do? Can we, can we go to the doctor? Can we, can we get her some uh, medicine, any of that? And it, like, it's amazing. I know this is just a kind of off-the-wall story, but I just want to share it. Uh, so we, we went to a doctor, and uh, we thought that we'd have to pay out of pocket for the, the medicine, for, for the doctor's visit and all those things. And they said, no, you're good. And we got medicine, and Everly's fine. It was just like a little like ear infection thing, nothing all that serious. But, it's, but we, you know, it's just the little things like that. We know that God is there, and we were wondering, well, how are we going to do this? And God just takes care of it. Uh, and it's, that's, just one, that's just one thing that happened this past week. We could go on and on about what God has done for us, but... We need to be saying something about the Lord. We need to be talking about Him. We need to say, hey, let me tell you what Jesus Christ has done for me. You know, I also wonder when I look at this story, I think about, I wonder why these guys are looking for Jesus. Yes, yeah, certainly they are looking for Jesus. Certainly they, they must have heard something about Jesus. But why are they looking for Jesus? I believe they were probably looking for Jesus because they probably had a need in their own lives. They maybe, maybe they were sick. Maybe they had a family member that was sick. Maybe they had some sort of need. Certainly they had a spiritual need. Maybe they had something going on in their lives. Well, they had heard about Jesus, but maybe they wanted a little bit of peace. Maybe they wanted peace in their hearts. Where the Bible says in um, John chapter 14, peace I live, uh, Jesus speaking, peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. In the book of Isaiah, the Bible says, Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusteth in thee. Maybe they heard Jesus could give them peace. Maybe they heard Jesus gives hope. Maybe they heard that Jesus actually loves 
people. Maybe he, they heard that Jesus would love them. Maybe they heard some of the stories of the compassion that Jesus had, where in like, um, Matthew chapter number 9 at the end of the chapter, where Jesus is looking out on to all the multitudes of people, and he, it says that he's moved with compassion on them because they're as sheep that have no shepherd. And then that's when he gives the, the instruction to the disciples, pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest, that he would send forth laborers into his harvest. There it is in Matthew chapter number 9. Maybe they heard that Jesus would actually have compassion on them. Maybe they heard Jesus would give them joy. Joy, joy unspeakable and full of glory. Maybe they heard that it, with Jesus they could have life. Real life, where it says in um, John chapter number 10, verse 10, the thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and destroy, but I am come that they might have life and they might have it more abundantly. Colossians chapter number 3, the Bible says, when Christ who is our life shall appear, then shall we also appear with him in glory. Maybe they heard that Jesus just could give them that satisfaction that they're looking for. I don't know what they were looking for. I don't know what they really needed, but certainly they must have needed something. Certainly they, they needed something from him. And I believe the same is true for us today. Last thing and we'll be done. Look in verse number 21 in our, our text here, John chapter 12, verse 21. Here these guys were looking for Jesus. It says, The same came therefore to Philip, which was of Bethsaida of Galilee, and desired him, saying, Sir, we would see Jesus. I think this is probably one of the more interesting parts of this passage. Because here, we, we know the facts. Here are some people that are looking for Jesus. And I believe they probably had heard something about Jesus from some people that Jesus had done something for. And I could say they, we, we could probably agree that they must have had some sort of need in their life. But you know what? They didn't find Jesus. You see that? They, maybe they did. That's not who they found first. I can imagine that they're in Jerusalem, they're going through the streets, and they're saying, hey, sir, we would see Jesus. We, hey, we want to know the Lord. So they come over here, and they say, hey, do you know Jesus? And they say, well, I've heard of Jesus, but I don't really know him. They're like, okay, well, they're not helping me much. Let's go over on this side. Hey, we're looking for Jesus. We're going through the streets. And they come over here and they say, hey, we're looking for Jesus. Where is Jesus at? And they say, well, I don't know Jesus, but he walked by here about an hour ago. He went that direction. So now they're going that way. Do you guys understand? You get what I'm saying, right? So then they come up to this, this area and they say, hey, have you seen Jesus? Yes, he was here 10 minutes ago. He went that way. And then they're running after him. They're looking. And then they come up and they say, hey, do you know where Jesus is? Do you know him? And they say, well, I don't know Jesus, but that guy right there named Philip, he knows Jesus. He can help you. They didn't find Jesus. They found someone that knew Jesus. And then they, Philip, took them to Jesus. I think that's important to remember because Jesus is not just going to, bam, show up. I wish he would. I think that would be amazing. I think that would be a great thing. But people out there that are looking for Jesus today, Jesus isn't just going to 
show up. But someone that knows Jesus, one of us, can take Jesus to them. We can be that witness for the Lord. If you look in um, the beginning, the book of John, um, John chapter number 1, and verse number 6, um, talking about John the Baptist. The Bible says, There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light, that all men through him might believe. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. Here was John the Baptist. He says, hey, I'm not the light. I'm not, I'm not Jesus Christ, but I'm simply send, sent to bear witness of him. And that's what we ought to do today. These guys, they didn't find Jesus first, but they found someone that knew Jesus. How is this world really going to see Jesus today? How, how are people in this world going to, going, going to find the Lord? Well, they're going to find Jesus in us, but only if we're a witness. We only find Jesus in us if we really, we don't just read God's Word, we don't just study God's Word, but we live God's Word. Where are the people that are living out this truth? Uh, certainly, if people are going to see Jesus in us, then we need to have a prayer life. If people are going to see Jesus in us, then we need to be faithful. We need to be in church. We need to have a clear testimony. No one is going to find Jesus in us if we're not living for Jesus Christ. I wonder... Would someone be able to find Jesus in your life? Could Jesus, could someone find Jesus right here at our church? Let's pray together. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day, your many blessings. We thank you for being so good to us and all that you've done. Lord, we thank you for your word and your truth and uh, the story of these, these Greeks that were looking for Jesus Christ. Lord, with those in our, world's, our world today that are looking for the Lord, may we be the light and the witness that we need to be so people could see Jesus in us and they could find a Savior as we have. Lord, we sure do love you. We thank you. We praise you for all that you're doing. Lord, if there's anyone here this morning that may be lost and never been saved, we ask that you would touch their heart and they may, that they may be saved before it's eternally too late. And for those, Lord, who say, well, Lord, I've not really been living for you as I should. Or maybe they would come and make things right today. Lord, we just ask that you would have your will and your way direct in the hearts of the people. We love you and thank you and praise you for it all. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.